live, but from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Yes, and welcome to another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right. We are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D. I A Z, aka Ed Modi Foca. And I am the 16th letter P. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 122. 122. You have 122. I hope. We'll be checked. 122. We already know. 122. I think that's where we first met Bobby. Was that where we first met Bobby? No, that wasn't Bobby. I was, it was one of the spots. It was At this one of the point, spots. everything's hazy, but it was yeah. a good spot, too. Yeah. 122 episodes, folks. I don't know who asked for this many episodes, but guess what? They're here. They're here. Not only are they here, okay? The presence is felt. No, let me just stop. I'm trying to, I'm trying, I've been trying to amp myself up a little bit. All right, no, listen, there's nothing to amp up when it's, you know what it is. It's Jerry, Jerry season. I know, I know. I know. There's nothing to amp. You know what? Maybe it's not that. I should. Maybe I should be a little bit more clear about it. Well, first of all, how are you doing? Before we get to me, how are you feeling? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, you know, trucking. I care, man. I'm your friend. I know I you care. do. I know you do. That's why you know. Now I ask you too. Like, kind of want to know, but kind of do know. But yeah. How are you feeling? Uh, you know what? I have nothing to complain about. There you go. I'm doing great. There you go. Okay. Maybe I need to change my perspective. I, you know what it is? It's that maybe people people now, let's be a little bit more mature, right? Let's show, let's talk some grown shit. And I think people always conflate tears with sad, right? right? But sometimes you cry out of like overwhelming joy and beauty, correct? Correct. Have you cried at anything beautiful before? Haven't you cried at anything beautiful before? Not yet, but yeah, we're hoping to with the- Yeah, right? Since I, especially since I became a dad, since I became a dad, there's a lot of things that just I want to cry. They made me cry. Yeah, you're one of those guys, like with the whole "I got you." You know what I I'm saying? Like, you. and and then I be doing it to myself. Okay, you're a little because, emotional. Yeah, I be doing it to myself. Like so, and also as an actor, you have to be in tune with your emotions in a way. Like you, you have to make sure that you're they're accessible when you need them when you're doing a scene or just pull them out your back pocket. Right. But now it's like too accessible. Like, you know, like they're too raw ever since I had my kid. Okay, I'm just going to tell you a couple of things that like a couple of things that make me cry. I'm not even going to say so this because I might better embarrass myself and it just might, you know, let's just start. Um, It's okay. I'm pretty sure there's stuff that everybody can relate to, right? Like soldiers coming home. That's a powerful one, especially okay. when they surprise the kids. At when the they surprise school, the kids at like, like the that. games and shit. Okay, the yes. brothers or whatever. The and you see the kid, and you know, a kid is really crying when they dip their head into a kid into a parent's chest into their stomach. Yeah, you know that's a real that's, cry. That's powerful. That's yeah. deep. That's not a. And I'm talking about things that aren't generated by the internet. Yeah. Emotional generated movements from the internet. Okay. Animals when they're reunited with their with their owners. 
Like when they like they have oh, any animal, right? It's like oh, six months I haven't seen, and they know that their owner's there, and they go running, you know. I can't watch vet shows. I'll cry like Doctor Pole or like any animal channels. I can't. Pitbulls and parolees, I can't. I cry. For me, anything about being a dad, pretty much. You know what? Jog cute. That's all I gotta say. Niggas said jog. <laughs> no, because you know, one is like you know you you because as a parent, right? You see things as a parent, and then you also see things as the child, and that shift that messes you up. Because I'm, you know, you, everybody, we all carry our own trauma. Emotional damage. Not to be all serious, yeah. Not to be all serious so about we'll it. See. Yeah. Still, and I have a fa- I have daughters, you know, and I see this a lot every year. It's about like the girls that want the dress for the prom. That's but, deep. But the oh. parents can't afford it. But then the parent, one of the parents, ends up like making extra money or finding mm-hmm. a way to get the money to buy the dress that that girl wants. And these girls, when they see these dresses, oh my god, it's their princess yeah. thing. Their whole, you know. The only other time they're excited like that about a dress is when wedding day. Yeah. If they find a way to buy that dress. Like, I didn't know. I didn't. I, I, they had let go of the idea of the dress and now they're getting the dress and they start crying. That makes me. Or when the kids become adults and they buy stuff, like they buy their parents a car or a house, especially like if they're immigrants. I got you. Or like they, oh, I paid off the, the house. house yeah. I paid off the house I've been living in. You know what I think is amazing in those stories? Have you ever seen the the sports clips with kids who, uh, I don't know, there was like a blind girl playing basketball in the whole stadium or whatever, the bleach, the, the arena went quiet so they, mm-hmm. she could hear the tapping for her to hear, uh, hit the free throws. Wow. She came in for like a uh, a play or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but it was like she wasn't out for long. Or sometimes they have the special coach manager they let them come on, those kids let them score. And it's like, as a rival, it's hard. And I just, these kids act uh, a lot more mature than a lot of adults these days. Here's my to say. Here's my only thing is like, is that really fulfilling a child's dream or is that pandering? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, uh, I see how not, you look. You know what I mean? That's that. not treating the kid the same because now you're stopping the game and you're letting them you know you, you understand I feel what you're but I saying. guess the moment is bigger than what the, the right. real the real the game isn't as important as what as like the, the the stickler details about it I get it I get it I just I feel like sometimes I'm like I don't especially some handicapped people that don't want to be treated any differently you know what I'm right. saying like I know there's some handicapped people that be like no don't stop the game for me you know right. what I mean? if, if I'm going to be called in I want to be called in regular and I want to be as regular as much as possible and you're like but you're like how come you like Manning only comes to my house you don't go to P's house. Right. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you were talking too. your videos with the street vendors where they go up to the street vendors and they're like, oh, how much is oh, yeah, you selling these for? And then they buy the whole vendor thing. And they, sometimes it's defending them from assholes looking for permits. Sometimes it's just they see these Mexican women on the side of the roads and they feel bad. And they're like, hey, you know, how much? My only thing is some of the ones that are taped are like, all right, why are you filming this though right now? Right. Just buy it, do what you're going to do and keep moving on your day. I bet you would be that much more if you hadn't taped it and put it on the internet to show you doing your charity. I don't know. That's just my, who am I? You know who I am? I'm a person, I cry at Undercover Boss. Every episode. Okay. And I know it's coming and I know it's the same formula. The boss picks the, this is the one that needs like a car or needs money. They got a sick relative or wants to go to school, whatever. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah, you are such an employee. Here's $10,000 instead of like, so you can get to work. Now, like, here's a million dollars so you don't have to work anymore. And I've invested the rest. No, no, no. 
His 10. It'll get you out of some rent problems. Well, that's a tax write-off too, so. Yeah, that was me doing my own, you know, social political talk. I know the formula. There's always a poor person that they're going to pay. And a poor person, you know what I mean? It's like, the f- and I cry every time because I see sometimes it's immigrant women, even though everything's just like a put on and they know it's going to happen everything. I can tell even men are not lying because they have that look of like, oh my God, you're really going to give me this money? I know, I know. And they always say no. It's yeah, innocence. The innocence, exactly. <laughs> and they always say no. No, I know. Please, no. Don't take you. No, please. I haven't earned it. <laughs> and I'm going to give you an additional $20,000 for you to pay off your, I know. Sir, thank you so much. Oh my God, I don't know what to say. Now, what he doesn't know is he's bought those people's loyalty for life. Right. Because whenever those people are going to want to leave it to say, no, because the Mr. Chester, he gave us $30,000. No, yo $30, no, no podemos ir, no. Forever. Forever. He bought that family. All right, mm-hmm. you know, we're off track here. We're talking about sad thing. That, and that just made it sadder. But that just makes me cry, bro. And of I'm course, 30 for 30 films. Like, oh, 30 for 30 films. All sports. Oh, I cry, bro. That when they peak like in college and then they don't make it because of a bad injury yeah. or something. Oh, I feel for all those kids, man. Even adults now, like all those injuries are horrible. Fuck up their careers and shit. It's just sad. It's just really sad. Like second chance movies. Oh, the rookie. Rudy. Yeah. Let's not get into it. Yeah, come on, man. My, My dog, dog stepped, stepped on, on a, a bee. bee. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm a little sad right now, but that's okay. Because I think, oh no, maybe this is even sadder because we're going to do a man yeah, crush right now. This is, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do a man crush. Yeah. This is going to be a tough one. This is a hard one. This is the worst segue ever. But yeah, we're excited because this is a long overdue man crush and we have much respect right now. Facts. Forever will respect. Wait, but before, like, before we get to that though, on some boy to boy shit, um, like, do you have any sad sex stories? I have a lot. The one that hurt I, me, uh, I know oh. which one. Go ahead. Which one are you going to say? Uh, this was a, a, a sweetheart of mine. Uh, I'm not even going to say it. Yeah, well, anyway, it was a second coming of a first coming that <laughs> got cut short, I guess. And so you, this, second, this is the second, so you're talking this about. This is the second go around. What is next? This was yeah. the next that you had that you went a go around again. Right. And this okay. time it felt like, yo, know, it should really be like, yo, we're mature. Like, it should be some, some shit. You like, should really be together. Real shit. Like, we should always be together no matter what. But like, whatever. Like, we should just always be together. Like, okay. let's not talk about details about how to be together. <laughs> but let's, we should always just be together. Okay. And I remember the the last time we, we had contact, it was like she came over with like break up sex like waiting to happen but she didn't understand I'm such a Neanderthal I didn't understand that shit that I don't know a, what that it was breakup sex that day she was coming to break up with you and she was gonna give you she was gonna give you some before the breakup right right but I'm such an animal I just remember she had like I don't know a ripped jeans or something I somehow ended up ripping them some more and I was I don't know we were doing some like naughty like just sideways with clothes on because I had somehow managed to rip the jeans enough and shift her jeans to where I was still going. Yeah, it was. But it was like, I was having a blast, but then all of a sudden... You thought y'all were having like a different type of sex. Right, right. So I was all into it. Like, yeah, like, oh my God, okay, I know she's mature like me, so she's 
understanding what I'm talking about here. Right, 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 right. And I'm full throttle. Maybe like, you know, maybe a good four pumps in, you know? Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to damage right up in here right now. And she turns around like mad serious. And she's like, um, we got to stop. And I'm like, what? I mean, what are you talking about? I'm like, the ride just began. You know right. what I'm saying? We're going up right now. Right, And right. it was just like... Well, you were she, up. I was going up, and she mm-hmm. just fixed her jeans and, like, her panties. She even washed, not that I remember anything. Kind of suicide. Well, nothing happened. You have four pumps. Well, four pumps is a lot. Yeah, I shouldn't be talking four pumps is a lot. That's a, that's fucking Niagara I could do. It was That was happening before I even went in up in there, you know? Yeah. So whatever. She turns around. She was like, Can we, we, we got to stop. And I'm like, oh, I, I guess you want to take your pants off. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, no, we stopped and like, I got to go. I was like, got to go. And she was like, yeah, whatever. X of mine here. This, this wasn't it. This wasn't it's it. It's just, it was, and son, I swear to you, in a weird way, even though I wasn't going to have kids with her, I just felt like it was going to be a long, long thing with her. Like just a long relationship. And it you were was ready like, to commit. You was ready to commit. Son, you know what the hardest part about all of that is? That somehow that hurt that day, but till this day I hear stories about her. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Through the grapevine stories oh. where it's like the weirdest people that like six degrees of separation. Do tell of though, like what kind of stories? Like what's she doing? Number one, I've known she's broken some hearts. Oh. In the NYPD. Okay. Oh. Right. I'll say that. I know she's broken some yeah. hearts in the NYPD. I know oh, she was a thing going around shit. like that, you know. I know she was uh, a neighborhood kind of story, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember. I remember now. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, it was... Wow. It, it well, was just one of those... It, yeah, and it was like the thing is, I did not get that, and I was still lost until I called her later, like, what's up? What we do later? You like, still, I you still st- was like, and I was, she was like, I was like, oh, she probably just on this sentimental motion ticket. She saw an ex or some yeah. shit. And then you, she was probably coming to talk to you and you just proved to her that you were just seeing her as a sexual object at that time. like, Or at least you made her feel that way. I guess. So then she was, was like, you know what? I can't do this because I need like an actual I just support, felt like boyfriend. I felt like I was just like, she looked under the hood and she didn't see like 5.7 hand. Do you know what I'm saying? I think she saw like a f- little fucking battery scooter or some shit like a little moped like I don't know like I, I really don't know what happened like that one really fucked up my thing and then it, it hurt but that was not the first time that y'all did it right y'all had done it before. no it wasn't it was right. it was, it was so just the last yeah but she knew what was up okay but what else um, I mean that's it was just breakup sex and it was like I didn't even know what that was until that day and it was like that never happened to me that again. is that's sad that's sad speaking of sad and speaking of four pumps I have a sad sex story and of course, it involves one of Bago's co-workers, as it always does. Last time I was Limp Last time I was Limp Bizkit, this time I met, and this is one of the places that he was working at, like as a temp. So he was only working there for like a week. I see right? a pattern. I see a pattern. Yep. And so we hanging out. He's hanging out with this chick. She looks like the brat. Remember the brat or the brat? Mm, hell okay. yeah. Okay. But just like thicker, you know, a little thicker, a little cute, like a little bit more feminine. <laughs> Okay. Obviously, a little bit more feminine. I'm not judging. But she had short, like she had like really short hair, like cropped hair. Like it, she was like, you know, whatever. But she was cute. We having a good time. She's real New York. She's real. <laughs> like that chicken we do from Juice. <laughs> <laughs> he dated the chicken we do from Juice. Ah. You're messing up my story. Sorry. Because <laughs> if he was a girl, he'd be cute. No. <laughs> 
No. So I'm, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, okay, okay. The so, brat. The brat. So we meet at this bar. I was like 19. She was like 30, though. Whoa. Like 30. Yeah, she was a grown-ass woman. So we go back to her place, right? And from what I've seen, she's like a normal girl, normal chick, you know? Like, she's not revealing too much in what she's wearing, you know? She goes to the back room. She's like, yo, I'm going to go get something more comfortable. I was like, all right, cool. Let me just hang out here in the living room. She comes back out and she's wearing cut off sweatpants, but she has them cut off like Daisy Dukes. Like her whole ass nice. is coming out the bottom half of the back. Yes. And it's one of the most incredible things I've ever seen in my life. Okay. And I'm like 19 years old and this is a woman wearing this. And by the way, she like she looked incredible. And I'm, so I'm already getting nervous. You know what I'm saying? And she, you know, we start playing around a little bit. I'm still on the couch. I haven't moved. Like I'm still sitting. You feel me? Mm. She gets on top of me. And I was like, okay, this might work because I don't have to do too much. If I have start to have to do some like, you know, Elvis Presley hip movement, I'm not going to last too long. Last too long. I'd be lucky if I got to do one Elvis no. Presley. Bro, she sat on top of me and not to get graphic, but I will. I If it was three, it was, it was three strokes. My what? man, I was like, ah. You're like, a pre-man. Not a pre-man. It was like one, two. Oh, she God. grabbed my hands and put them on her ass. And I just went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> this a Ray-Man shit. I was like, ah, sorry. And she was like, that's it? Whoa. And I was like, yeah. Did I tell you I was 19? I wish that was an excuse. And I was like, that was it. I mean, and it was like, I wanted to take a nap right there. So it took so much out of me because I was ready to go after the second pump. Mm. You understand? Gotcha. I was holding on strong with fucking very weak scaffolding. And then she had to do that third pump and everything crumbled. You know what I mean? Uh, I gotcha. So after that, she's like, oh, yeah, you got to go. Because uh. I mean, I was good. I was fine. So <laughs> <laughs> you were. Mission accomplished. You got oh. kicked out because you were whack. Yeah. That is sad. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a sad story. <laughs> See? <laughs> we laugh not to cry. Yeah. It's really sad. Oh, okay. You know what? Now it's time to get into our segment. Fuck all this. And this is the Mad Crush of the Week. And this week's Mad Crush of the Week is none other. Mr. Michael J. Fox. So, for those of you who don't know, I think his real name is, his name is Michael Andrew Fox. Michael Andrew Fox. So, his name is Michael Andrew Fox, but, um, you know, he had to change his name to Michael J. Fox because there was already another Michael Fox in the SAG world. So, he had to be Michael J. Fox. I don't know what he nominated that J for, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, he's just dope. Let's just get to what the gist of why this man is being man crushed right now. In the 80s, he was in a slew of pop culture things. He was he did it in the movies and he did it in TV, which was unheard of back then. Because you couldn't do it in both. I couldn't cross over like that. No. If you did movies, you wouldn't dare do TV. And a lot of times these TV stars became movie stars and they had already they had to have binding contracts with these TV shows. And that's the only reason they stayed. And Michael J. Fox was on Family Ties. Alex P. Keaton. He made Republicans cool. Like I loved Alex P. Keaton, and he was a Republican, a young Republican. You know that? He's a young Republican. He was a Reaganist. It's, I mean, and that's the thing. I knew he was short, so he spoke for us short men, man. That was the most important part of it, his height. That's why all of us could relate to him. He's in one of my favorite movies of all time called Midnight Madness. Remember that movie? Yeah. With all the teams, and they had to go uh-huh. to the- 
yes. scavenger hunt. With the blue teams, the yellow yes. team, the green scavenger team, hunt. the red. Yes. yes. He's in Teen Wolf. We usually, we have to have a list of movies sometimes when we have it in front of us just so to remind us. I don't even have that shit in front of me because this is how much we love this dude. Yeah, bro. Teen Wolf was excellent. I loved him in Teen Wolf. Bright Lights, Big City. Oh, oh, that was a good movie too. That was his first adult movie. I was like, what? Word. What was the Opportunity Knocks? No. What was the name of that movie? Necessary something. He was. There was a movie where he played a a doctor. What was his name? Doc. (laughs) Maybe I should. Maybe we should. We should. (laughs) (laughs) And the one with the little girl, the little orphan little girl. I mean, look, it's the Back to the Future movies. One, two, three. One, two, three, right? You got Teen Wolf. Oh. He voiced Stuart Little. Stuart Little, just like him, Little. Then, just for you to think, oh, he only had success with one sitcom. Then he goes and does fucking uh, Spin City. Word, Spin City. Okay. Who Charlie Sheen owes Michael J. Fox for rejuvenating his career with Spin City. Just something to say. The Secret of My Success. Frighteners. Frighteners. Word. Okay. Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. For Love or Money. Kirk Douglas. Casualties of of War. war. That was a great movie. The Hard Way. With, uh, what's this ugly dude? What's this asshole? James Woods. James Woods. Greedy. And by the way, Stuart Little had like four parts. Life with Mikey. Life with Mikey. A guitar player too. He was a hell. Of, he was a real guitar player with, what am I f- with Joan Jet. Yeah. Oh man, what was the name of that shit? I think it was uh, that rock movie, whatever. And then you know they had one of those crossover where they had all the TV, sh- all the TV stars from all the shows, mm. like Todd Bridges, right. Joe Kellerman from. I mean Joe from Facts of Life was the girl that he was interested in. It was called Poison Ivy. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. And then of course he gets is that Parkinson's? Is Parkinson's? Yeah, Parkinson's. For like I don't know, a while now. Yeah, but he's one of the leaders in research for that stuff, and God bless him for that. So, and that's like you know he still does some acting here and there, I think, but I think he's fully retired. And he all the nicknames and shit. Yeah, and he and he's and he's doing a lot of research now. Like you know his his thing is being a representative for the people that have that. So, but in the eighties, if you wanted to be, he was in the comedies, he was in the action sci fi fix, he was, and he was, he spoke for the little people. He wasn't trying to be like other people putting lifts in their shoes and stuff so they could seem taller on camera. Mr. Sly. Yeah. TC, I'm looking at you. (laughs) But anyway, we just wanted to pay homage to one of the men that we looked up to growing up, that we wanted to emulate, that we wanted to be. Mr. Michael J. Fox. And that was the man crush of the week. All right. There you have it. P, anything you want to say to our listeners out there before we get out of here? Sorry if this was just a little bummed out. The whole yeah. Topic, but, but you see, even know. through, but even through tears, we this. laugh. But yeah. even through tears, we laugh. We do. We know this is this was like a sad episode in a way, but it's not. It had to be said. They had to hear it. Yeah. There's just some stuff that trail. Thank you for joining us on this. This is a, this is, this was a growth episode. I think this was a growth, a personal growth episode. And if you were with us for a long for the ride, consider yourself having have grown with us as well. I want to thank anybody out there that's listening. Please share, subscribe, rate us, leave ratings, leave comments. Please. We want to hear from y'all. We need y'all want a versus or something. Yeah. We're down. We're ready to do it. Yeah. Like and you want us to like stab each other in a live, like. Just let us know. We'll do it. I mean, I I know I know P will do it because I have a lot. I stab him. Yeah, I stab him. I don't know. I don't know if I can take that. Yeah. 
So yeah, and don't forget, don't forget we're part of the Latino Pods Network. Latino Pods. And um we already know. We already know. We're an award-winning, critically acclaimed international worldwide. And when you hear the minimum when you hear about the minimum pause podcast, if you don't get like if your ear doesn't get like a, a hard on a little bit, what are you living for? Because you know everybody has a little dick in their ear. If you don't, go check, go get checked out. I'm not lying. It's like a big clip. <laughs> it's like an ear clip. Yeah. All right. This has been another unofficial. That's that's a fun fact for today. That's enough fun facts for today. This has been another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. We have humbly been your host. It has been me, Jerry D I Z, aka El Modifoca. And I am the 16th letter P. And on days like this, we'll quote a young Robin Bird who said, listen, if you ever find yourself alone in this world, remember. You always have us. Like a boy's ride or die. Bird rubber, not your soul. Because see here, we show no mercy. We strike first, we strike hard. Until next time. Fire. Con. Cheesy.